Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Um, it's been a while. I didn't realize how long it had been. Um, I've been wanting to record another episode for a while now. It's been in the back of my mind. Uh, I just didn't realize how long it had been since my last one. So my apologies for not being around. But um, first of all, I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It is Thanksgiving Uh, This morning, I just slept in. I intended to wake up early because I do have to go back to work tomorrow. Uh, So I didn't want to throw off my sleep schedule, but my alarm went off and it was still dark and I thought it's a holiday. I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) But I'm awake now. I'm having some coffee. And so happy Thanksgiving to everybody, Um, everybody in general, but especially those of us who are just kind of having another day today, celebrating alone, maybe. I think that there's probably many more people doing that this year than normal. For me personally, I don't really care about too many holidays. I don't know if it's just being in the in the military, you kind of see holidays as just another day. So we're still in the pandemic and it sucks. And I know that there's a lot of people wishing they could be around family and friends today, but if you're alone, you're not really alone. We're all kind of in the same boat here. So if you're celebrating today alone, I'm with you, okay? And on that note, you know, just something, a random thought that I had this morning, I was thinking, what am I going to do today? It's Thanksgiving. I'm kind of always alone on Thanksgiving. And normally I try to cook somewhat of a Thanksgiving, like dinner for myself, Thanksgiving type food, whatever that is. And I did not go to the grocery store yesterday. So I'm thinking, what am I going to cook? And then I just realized, why do I feel the need to eat a certain type of food just because of the day that it is today? That's just another thing I feel about holidays that I just don't get. I don't understand why just because everybody else is doing it or because that's what we said we're going to do. Like your mind just feels like you have to do it. And I understand traditions. And if you are all about the tradition and that's something that makes you happy and it makes you feel good, then by all means do it. Um, But for me, it's just not that meaningful. The times in the past that I have done that, I'm not a great cook, but I make okay food. But at the end, I'm just looking at the kitchen thinking like how much work it is to now clean all of this mess that I made. (laughs) And so I think I'm just not going to even try today. So happy Thanksgiving. That's like a really happy note to end on there. (laughs) Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about. I mentioned that I didn't realize how long it had been since my last episode. I actually had to look and my last one was on October 13th. So it's been over a month now. And that's kind of crazy. Uh, As I said, it's been something that I've kind of had on my like mental to-do list that I know I needed to record another episode, but I was sitting here trying to figure out how did this time pass by so quickly? And really I've realized that, you know, I'm I'm back to work full-time right now. I've been back in the office 40 hours a week, um, probably since like August or September. I don't know. It's been a while. And um, I'll admit, working from home for me in the beginning, it was amazing. And I'm so lucky that I had the opportunity to do that. Um, At the same point, though, after a while, I felt like I was starting to go a little bit crazy. When you live alone um, and then you are working from home, going to school from home, um, I couldn't even work out at the time. The gym here was closed. And so it's like you just almost feel like you're in a bit of like a mental prison, (laughs) 
I have my plants here and I was just like talking to my plants and they were starting to talk back. So that was a little worrying. I'm kidding. But a lot of people at work were talking about, you know, they were spending more time with their kids or like their husbands were driving them crazy or whatever. And I was like, I just wish I had any human being around that I could speak to. And so that was challenging for me. Um, when I started going back into the office, it initially was only a couple days a week. And so that was really great. It gave me like some structure and there were days where I like, I woke up and I had a place to be. And I really took that for granted before on the work from home schedule, you just like roll out of bed and walk over <laughs> to the desk and start working. And that's nice at first, but it becomes very, um, just unmotivating. You just feel like nothing really matters or you're just kind of going through the motion. So yes, initially going back to the office was great. Um, now I'm there all the time and we still aren't seeing people in person. Um, there's just like a limited staff there in the office and I still was fine with it. I'm like, I would rather be at work. I'd rather just be here getting stuff done. But now that I'm been there for a few months, I'm realizing just how much time we spend at our jobs. And I know a lot of you are probably going to be like, well, duh, that's very obvious. But it's like, I just feel like there's so much time when I'm at work where I'm not being productive as far as what's required of me in my job duties that I'm like, man, I could be writing an article. I could be recording a podcast. I could be in the gym. I could be doing so many other things. Instead, I'm just there clocking in, clocking out, just trading my time for money. And that is, I don't know if it's the pandemic and quarantine or if it's just me getting a little bit older, um, but it's starting to just feel like a bit of a tragedy of life, you know, that unless you can find kind of a skill or some type of value that you can bring to people that you can trade that for money. A lot of us are just stuck trading our time for money. And I don't mean to be like shitting on the nine to five because it's necessary. Most people are going to work that type of job. We have to pay the bills. We got to pay our rent. We got to put food on the table. So I don't want to sit here and just say like, sound like I'm ungrateful or any of that because I am grateful to have a steady paycheck. Um, but at the same time, once you get to a point in your life where you're really looking for fulfillment, just going in and passing the time at a desk and like shuffling papers around, it just becomes so monotonous and like draining to your soul and everything else that you're passionate about and want to be doing. So that's kind of what I've been feeling as far as probably why I haven't recorded a podcast recently. Um, I also have been going back to the gym a lot more, um, only the gym here at my apartment. We have a small one downstairs and, um, oh, the, the gym was like a struggle for me as most of us probably lost our gains this year. And so getting back to it was, was rough and I'm still not where I was, um, last year by any means, but I've been doing better, uh, working out a little bit more consistently, still not where I'd like to be but um, I'm getting there. So between working and being dedicated to the gym and to fitness, it just doesn't leave a lot of time for anything else. And so I'm realizing that I just have to leverage every moment I can get. Like today, instead of worrying about what I'm going to eat or being sad that I can't go be with friends or family, I'm just going to be leveraging my time um, working on the things that inspire me and things that hopefully one day can maybe make me money. I mean, obviously that's kind of the end goal is to escape the job that I'm in now and find a way to make money for myself. So I'm going to talk about a little bit more about that later. Um, but I have another story topic to talk about. 
because a lot of people were asking about this recently. I guess a couple of weeks ago, one of my friends, he is, I actually never met him in person, but um, we did a couple virtual shoots together. So we did a first one. His name is Eric. You can find him at Lumino, I think is his Instagram name. Um, yes, you can find him there. And so we did a virtual shoot back in May and we both posted photos from that. I thought I'd love them. It was so much fun. And then we just did another one recently, like a couple of weeks ago. Again, like just a great time. Um, I feel like we got good pictures out of that. And once he posted one from the set that we, our most recent set that we did. And then all of a sudden one that we had done back in like May had gotten taken down. He got a notification that the post was removed for being inappropriate. If you follow me on Instagram, then you probably know exactly what I'm talking about because I posted about it in my stories. Um, there was a picture I was topless, um, but he had blurred it out. Like you could see a, like just like shadow or like color, but there was no, no definition of like the nipple or anything like that. Um, but it did get taken down. And that's the first time I think I've had a picture removed. And it wasn't even on my page. So then I went to my story and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like this picture got taken down. And then they deleted that too. And I've seen this happen to other people. And I'm, I would usually just roll my eyes. Like Instagram is just becoming the internet police, I guess. And we, we see it all the time. But until it happens to you, I was actually quite surprised how different it made me feel. Or the reaction that I had was not what I would have expected me to feel. So essentially what Instagram had told him when he removed his post was that it was removed because of, you know, my nipples. But if I had been breastfeeding or uh, in an act of protest, I think was the two conditions under which nipples are okay on Instagram. So, okay, I guess I, I kind of understand that. Um, but it's just weird. The more I think about it, the more... It's just strange to have a company tell you like your body is offensive. I think what got me more than anything else was that they said, uh, I might not get this completely correct, but basically they said that we try to keep our community safe and we protect our community from this kind of stuff. And it's just the idea of like a company having to protect their customers against me because I was so offensive or my body is so offensive that like, you know, they're shielding people from me. It just made me feel like I almost wanted to be ashamed of myself. Like, am I doing something wrong or am I doing something bad? I don't know. It was just a strange kind of feeling. And so initially, honestly, my initial reaction was like, screw Instagram. I'm making it OnlyFans tonight. Because when people are literally censoring your, your body, like your being, it's hard not to take that personally. And for me, I've always felt like, I know that I post stuff that's a little bit risque. Um, I started doing photo shoots. The very first one I ever did was a boudoir type of photo shoot. And even though I wasn't nude in those shoots, um, that's still like a lot more exposed than I think most people feel, especially putting yourself on the internet. Um, but after a while, I just realized that I enjoy that side of myself. I enjoy like connecting with my sensual side as long as it's in an artistic way. I always strive for my pictures to have a sensual feel and not a sexual feel. Like, sure, some people are going to look at it and think about sex. That's just, I'm not saying that to sound arrogant, but that's just how it is, I think. 
Um, but my hope is that most people look at it and can see the artistic side or can feel some other type of emotion. It's not just about lust or desire, like in a sexual manner. I just want it to be artistic. And I think our bodies are artistic. I mean, it's your, it's literally just you and your being. And I don't understand how someone can tell me that I'm like offensive um, and that they have to protect people from me. So it's just weird. And um, I actually... The other thing it made me think about, I don't know if you guys follow this this guy on Instagram. I think his name is like the real Tarzan. I'm not, that might be wrong, but he basically is just uh, always with animals, showing all types of different wildlife. And I remember a few months ago, he posted a photo and he did censor it. So um, while I was scrolling through, it came up like kind of blurred and it had the warning, like, you know, this post contains graphic material, tap to show it. So you have to actually say like, yeah, I want to see this. And of course my curiosity got me and I'm like, yeah, I want to know what this is. It was a video of this guy. I think he was like on a four wheeler or something. I guess they were out hunting bears. I think, I don't know what the hell they were doing out there. But anyways, a bear had like mauled this guy, his face, like literally he did not have a face. He was still sitting on the four wheeler. And it was just blood and like his face was literally hanging off of his body. And the guy posted it essentially just to say like, hey, this is why we don't need to fuck with wildlife because you could get your face ripped off. And I understand why he posted it, but like seeing that, that's something you can never unsee. And it's one of those things that's like, it's so (laughs) terrifying, but yeah, you can't look away from it. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, that's not what I thought I was about to see. Um, I didn't read the caption before I should have, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't offended by it, but it was just one of those things where you're like, wow, okay, that's kind of crazy. Um, So then I thought if you can post a photo of a man's face ripped off um, on Instagram and you could put a warning so that people know like, hey, you know, click at your own risk. You might not like what you see, but people have that decision. Why can't we do that for things that are quote unquote risque? Uh, Why can't a woman who is showing off her body just say, hey, you know, let me put this on here blurred. Only look at it if you want to. So when I'm looking at those two situations and trying to figure out what makes one so different than the other, besides the obvious, of course, but how is blood and guts like, okay, let's just censor that, but that's okay. But like a female body, that's just not allowed. No questions asked, just a firm no. Um, I get that a man's face being ripped off. That's real life. That could really happen. You could look at it from like a medical perspective, um, an educational perspective of like, this is what happens when you fuck with wildlife. But how is a female body like so demonized or so like, there's no positive positivity in that at all. It's just bad. And to me, this is a little bit of a touchy subject. Again, this is just me rambling, giving my personal opinion but it almost feels like it comes down to religion. It comes down to like, this is what we've been taught. Nudity or sex is bad. It's a sin, um, that kind of stuff. And to me, I'm just not really a religious person kind of at all. I mean, more so like (laughs) with every year that I get older, um, I identify less and less with kind of any religion, to be honest with you. I think it's all arbitrary. I think we just put our own labels on stuff and then find a way to make like us groups versus them groups. Um, I do think that we need a a set of moral ethics that we can all live by. 
but I think it would be more useful to just say like, this is what a decent human being would think or something. Like, why do, why do we just decide that one thing is fine and it's educational, even if it's disturbing, but this other thing, like, no, you just, we're just going to shield everybody from that. I don't know. It's just strange. It's hard to draw that line, I guess, especially when, when sex is involved because it can be very artistic and then it can be very erotic. And so if you're going to draw a line and say, this is where the, the artistic nudity is, and this is just trying to promote sex, uh, that's a very blurred line. It's not black and white, and that's a very messy situation. So I think at the end of the day, Instagram just says, we don't want to draw that line because we don't know exactly where it is, but we can draw a line and just say, you know, no, <laughs> no female body parts should be exposed at all for any reason. And that's, to me, problematic. Um, just because something is difficult to discern, I don't think that means that we should, you know, avoid even trying to articulate that or try to define what it is. Um, it's just messy. So I did say on my Instagram, like, maybe I'll just make it OnlyFans. It's something I thought about before. Of course, there are people who are like, no, you don't need to. And there's people who are like, where's the link? I want to sign up. <laughs> um, so I appreciate the opinions either way. Um, I do want to say a couple of things on it just because I wasn't saying it just to say it. Uh, it is something that I had thought about before. So, um, condition number one, I am still in the army. I don't know what the official rules are. Um, especially me being a reservist, I'm technically only on duty two days out of the month. However, I just don't feel like those two things align. Like I don't want to be in the army and be doing that. It just uh, doesn't feel right to me. So I don't think I would do it until or unless I got out of the army. So that's number one. Number two is I think a lot of people, um, for example, yesterday I got a new tattoo and I had tape over my nipples because I was in the tattoo shop. There's other people around. There was kids, you know, you got to like cover yourself up somewhat. My tattoo was like literally in between my boobs. And some people were like, Oh, why are you, why do you have tape on your nipples? Or when I posted pictures, they were like, Oh, free the nip or something. If I make an OnlyFans, it's not going to be stuff like that. It's not going to be like me taking a selfie and here's my boobs or like me getting into the shower. Here's like a video of me. It's not going to be like that. That to me, um, it's too self-promotional. It's too, um, it's too <laughs> like attention hungry, I guess. The nudity that I would feel comfortable sharing with people would be my more artistic stuff. I would strive for the nudity to kind of just be a byproduct of the art that I'm producing and not the whole purpose of it. It's not me taking a selfie just so you can see my boobs. It would be me like creating art. And in this piece, I just happen to be naked because it, it helps the feel of it or whatever. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other part of that is that you guys can probably tell that I don't post on Instagram a lot. I, my page now, I pretty much reserve it for my self-portraits. And especially lately, I just have not felt artistic. And so with a, an OnlyFans or a Patreon type of model where people are paying monthly, I would have a hard time, I think, meeting that quota of making you feel like you're getting your money's worth. I don't know how much I would charge for something like that, but then I would say, you know, if I'm going to charge X amount, I need to put this much content on it every month so that you feel like you're actually getting something worth what you're paying for. And then that also makes me feel like, well, then I'm tying 
my body kind of to my money in a way that I don't really um, feel comfortable with. Like money is a type of energy, right? You need money to be able to pay your bills and to do things in life. It's just a fact. Um, I don't want to feel like, oh my God, I'm taking people's money. So I have to produce something. And I feel like it would be the easy route to like, oh, let me just take a selfie or like, here's my, here's my tits, pay me. <laughs> like that just doesn't feel good to me. And I don't know that I want to put that type of pressure on my art because I've already tried to do that with other things. That month long challenge that I did, I made it two weeks and I'm like, I'm so tired of posting every day that now I just haven't really posted at all. So that's another problem with that. And just on a philosophical level, um, early on when people started asking me to, to do OnlyFans or something like that, the big reason that I would say no is because, for example, when I started posting more like modeling or self-portraits onto my Instagram, almost every time I would get a guy in my DMs like, oh, hey, let me get the uncensored version. Or like, hey, baby, I hate when guys call me baby. <laughs> if you are not my boyfriend, do not call me baby. Just a side note. Um, but they were always like, oh, I like that picture. Let me see like the original version. And I'm like, who the hell are you? I don't even know who you are. Why would I be sending you, you know, an uncensored picture? So that makes sense, right? I don't know you. I'm not sending you a picture of my boobs. But let's put the kind of uh, OnlyFans model on top of that. Okay, I don't know you. I'm not going to show you my boobs. But if you pay me $10 a month, then here you go. You know, it's like, if you don't want people to see your body on just for free, but you're going to do it to take money, um, that feels kind of slimy to me. So I don't know how other people deal with that. I'm not trying to like make OnlyFans sound bad or shame people that do it because I have a lot of friends that do it. And so maybe, maybe they would show their boobs for free. Maybe they just don't care about it. Um, at the end of the day, I do feel like it's just a body part and I don't care that much, but I think it's more of how people feel on the receiving end is not what I feel. It's, you know, the people that think that just because I show my body that like I'm a whore or because I show my body, they can talk to me a certain way or because I do this, you know, it's just, um, how people would treat me differently for it. I know there's a lot of people who would just see it as art and who would still respect me as a human being, but I just know from what I've posted on Instagram up until this point that there are people, men, who feel like they can just talk to you any kind of way. That maybe because you show yourself or show more of yourself online, um, that you're kind of like free game, like they can just talk to you however they want. And that doesn't feel good either. So it's a whole conundrum. I wanna be able to share my work uh, in a way that makes me feel proud of it. I don't know if that OnlyFans is the way to do it. What I'm thinking, and this is like down the road, maybe if it were like selling uncensored prints or or constructing like a photo book that had some of that uncensored work within it. I don't know. Right now, that's kind of just not my priority. Um, but I did want to address it because I had brought it up on Instagram. So maybe some people were curious about that. So that's just how I feel about that. Stay tuned. Um, when I started doing photography and um, modeling, quote unquote modeling, I felt like absolutely not. I would never do like a topless shoot. And now I've done shoots like completely naked. So, you know, your stance on things change. But um, right now, that's how I feel about that. So if you have any opinions on that, what you think about people that do OnlyFans, maybe you have one yourself or you've been thinking about getting one. Um, I always find that topic very interesting because people definitely feel 
very strongly and very different about that topic. So let me know. Okay, so moving on, I have one last topic for today that I wanted to discuss with you guys. I kind of mentioned earlier that uh, Instagram has definitely been on the back burner for me. I just have not been in the creative space visually. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's that I'm in my small little apartment and I still have too much stuff. I've been getting rid of stuff and I still am like feeling like I'm living in a closet sometimes. So maybe that's kind of hampering my creative abilities. Um, But I have been getting into other creative mediums that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Obviously the podcast has been one, but it has been a little bit slow over here. But I haven't been doing nothing. I've actually been working on writing. Um, I think I talked about this on Instagram, but maybe I haven't. So writing for me is one thing that I've always felt like I'm terrible at. It's so hard for me to put words to paper. Like a blank page is kind of one of the scariest things to me. I feel like most of the time my thoughts hardly ever come out the way I want them to. Even when I'm speaking, I feel like I, I don't know if I'm getting across the point that I want but even more so in writing. I just find it so difficult. But kind of the theme of this year is realizing that just about everything is a skill. So there are many things that you probably are telling yourself like, oh, I'm not good at that or I don't have that aptitude for that. But really, if you're just not trying and you're not working on that skill, then you're never going to improve and that's only going to reinforce your feeling that you're not good at that certain thing. So for me... I always felt like I wasn't good at speaking. I don't know if I've gotten any better in now four episodes of a podcast, probably not, but it's something that I know is going to take time. And so I want to continue to do it and develop that skill so that I stop telling myself that I just suck at it or that I don't have the ability to do it because I I do believe that that's just not true. So I've been doing that with writing as well. Um, I wanted to talk about this platform called Medium. Um, It's like, it's a big thing. Lots of people are there. I just learned about it within the past few months. So I think I'm just always late to the game. So basically it's just a platform for writers to get paid for their writing. Um, You can go sign up for an account and start writing. You don't have to pay for it. Uh, You can submit articles to publications or you can self-publish your your writing and then people can find you and you can get paid for it. It's pretty slow in my experience. I haven't been writing that many articles, so I've been getting paid like pennies, but it's pretty cool that you can just start writing and start making any amount of money, Um, especially for someone like me who I've been kind of doing it as an experiment. Last month, I made 73 cents. I know that's stupid, but I was so proud just that anybody was reading my work. So it's pretty cool. Um, You don't have to have a membership to start writing on Medium, but if you're reading and you don't have a membership, I think you can only read like one or two articles a month for free. Um, But a membership is only $5. So you pay $5 and you can read all the articles you want all month long. You could read everything on Medium if you wanted. And it's kind of just good karma. If you're wanting to be a writer and you want to get paid for your work, you know, why not just pitch in the $5 a month? And then when you read other people's writing, they get paid. So it's kind of like just a circle of writers supporting each other, people that just like to read, supporting each other, learning, and getting paid for it. So I've been writing a few stories on there. They are linked on my website. I think a few of you guys have checked that out. So thank you if you've done that. Um, But I wanted to announce today that I actually am starting my own publication there. So 
I feel like on Medium, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff that you can write about, but a lot of, I don't know if it's just what is being fed to me by the algorithm or if it's really just the most popular. Uh, A lot of people write about business, about finance, how to make money online, you know, how to start your own business, all that kind of stuff. Basically like self-improvement, growth, all of that. And that's great. I like to write about that. I like to read about that. Um, But I just felt like I wanted to start a place that was a little bit deeper, a little bit more emotional. Um, And there are some other publications like that. But anyways, mine is called Sincerely Solitude um, because the name that I really wanted was taken. But I am going to link it in the notes down there. So if you want to start writing and you don't know where to begin or if that just intrigues you, um, think about going over to Medium. And if you want to write about stuff that I'm going to talk about in a second, then submit to my publication. I would love to read what you have to say. Um, So Sincerely Solitude, basically, it's a place where I want artists of all kinds. You don't have to kind of identify yourself as a writer. Maybe you're a photographer or a painter or a dancer, whatever type of art that you engage with. I think that people who are artistic and who are really in tune with the artistic side, I believe they have a lot to share. I think that they see the world in a different kind of way. And so Sincerely Solitude is really about kind of going within. Think of it like a meditation. It's not solitude in a kind of like I'm alone and depressed and the world sucks kind of way. Although you could write about that if you want. Um, But it's really more about that meditative, going within, just being with yourself. And what kind of insights about life do you glean from that experience of just feeling yourself? So that's the kind of writing that I'm looking forward to publishing there. Um, Again, you don't even have to pay for the membership if you don't want to. If you want to just try it out and kind of see how you do with writing, then you can just sign up for a free account there. So if you want to submit to my publication, I would be honored for you to do so. You can go check it out right now. There's absolutely nothing on there. (laughs) I don't even have my submission guidelines up yet, but essentially it's going to be um, follow the medium submission guidelines, which you can find on their website. And then as long as it kind of fits within that topic of, you know, I want you to really dig deep and like explore the deepest parts of yourself. I am looking for quality over quantity. I'm not interested in publishing like 20 new stories a day. I don't care if I only publish one a day. I just want people to um, really like share their experiences. There's kind of a theme on Medium about write to bring value to your readers, which I do think is very important. But I also think that's reflected in the majority of the writing there being like kind of self-help, self-improvement, like follow these five tips to do this. And here's six tips to to read more, which is an article that I wrote. Um, So I'm not shitting on that kind of stuff. But that is what gets attention on Medium. Um, But I also think there's so much to be learned from just hearing other people's wisdom, you know, reading about the experiences that they've had, um, their perspective on life. So kind of go into yourself, have your writing be like a therapeutic experience for yourself. Of course, write with the reader in mind, um, but I want to write, I want you to write with yourself in mind too, because I think when you do that, your writing becomes very honest and very real and that resonates with people. And I think that that's helping them in maybe a, a more indirect way, but it's not explicitly, here's five things to make you a better person. Um, But I think when we can learn to pay attention to and really listen to each other and try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and try and 
see what their perspective is on life, I think that undoubtedly makes us all better people. So that's kind of the spirit of my publication. So please go check that out if you're interested in writing, whether you're an aspiring writer, an amateur, or you're just like the most poetic person ever, then I'd love to hear from you either way. So that's it for me today, guys. Again, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you're all doing well. I know it's a weird time and we all just cannot wait to get back to an actual normal. The new normal has not turned out to be so fun, but um, just hang in there. So I hope you're all doing well and have a good one. And hopefully I'll talk to you again in less than, <laughs> less than five weeks. Anyways, till next time, guys. Bye.